0: Hey everyone, I want to welcome all of you back to Hash It Out. I hope everyone has had a good winter break and a good start to the semester. It's a new year, new decade, new us kind of thing, and we're bringing back some good topics for all of you to listen to this semester. It's going to be great. (laughs) Uh, This first episode of the new semester is going to be on psychology and systemic privilege. Basically, what I'm talking about is how does power structures and privilege often influence psychological thinking? Um, we're doing something a little different this semester where I will be joined by some of my other fellow SJS scholars who run other programs on campus So without further ado, I would like to introduce one of them. Cade Ryan. How you doing Cade?
1: I'm doing great. Um, I'm a the Dem- Democracy Plaza scholar for the social justice scholars um, I'm a first-year Um, I am a social work major with a psych minor and ASL minor here at IUPUI.
0: Well, dang, that is a lot. (laughs) So, basically, Cade runs the whiteboards that y'all see outside of the food court in the campus center, and the whiteboards, not the whiteboards, but the blackboards outside um, the breezeway um, under Kelly School of Business. You betcha. Awesome. So let's all welcome, Katie. Yay. (laughs) Awesome. So let's start getting into it. So, Katie, would you like to start us off?
1: Yeah. So the definition of privilege, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, is a special advantage or authority possessed by a particular person or group. Now, a question for you is, in what ways does this... definition connect to privilege to the privileges we often discuss in the realm of social justice? Oh, you're asking me? (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah.
0: So, if we're thinking of this from, like, a very abstract point of view, basically, like, if we're thinking like privilege, we're thinking power structures. We're thinking, like, who benefits from what, and who is often disadvantaged by what. Uh, Yeah. So it kind of goes into like a lot of different uh, different circumstances that people may go through um, certain people certain groups certain you know aspects of society often
1: go through right yeah for sure um, and a lot of, so a large part of privilege uh, actually plays into this psychological idea of salience. Um, And this is the presence of a certain idea in one's mind at any given time. So like when you're scared, the idea of fear is salient in your mind. Um, But for those who hold a marginalized identity, they are frequently reminded of their identity every day. Um, And so some examples of this are um, like members of the LGBT community are reminded of society seeing um, their non heterosexual orientations. Uh, or their non cisgender gender identity. Exactly. Um, as not normal and unaccepted. Um, and members of the LGBT community. Community get this through messages that are uh, prevalent in media, such as the lack of representation of those LGBT characters, um, and the frequent show of, you know, heterosexual romance and um, cisgender characters. I would also I would also like to point out like lack of material conditions for
0: LGBT like LGBT folks, especially Definitely. those who are probably like, especially those who are lacking. Black, brown, or you know, otherwise non-white, right? And that can go for trans folks as well. So the lack of material conditions, lack of resources, lack of affordable housing, um, violence, um, other other types of you know, hard quote unquote hardships, and right. Stuff like that. Um, I guess another example I could probably point out is probably disabled folks. Um, when I say disabled folks i 'm encompassing physically disabled folks, cognitive disabled dis- disabled folks, um, those who have psychiatric disabilities, and so on and so forth, and also those who are ner- who are ner- who are neurodivergent so something of that degree is just because disabled folks often go through a lot of I would say a lot of stuff um, throughout lifetimes, whether it be, you know, um, lack of accessibility, uh, ableism in job opportunities, ableism in academia, ableism in societal standards, institutionalization, that sort of thing. um, And that is just very prevalent of just, like, I'm gonna say it, a capitalist system. Um, as you know, people often compete for profits, as the capitalist system does. You know, often disabled folks are very disadvantaged at that point. That's why, can we? We often, oh, stru- we often um,
1: struggle in that aspect of that. Okay? Yeah, yeah no, and you know, going. Off of that, you know, it's all of these disadvantages and marginalizations, you know, are what play into uh, this reminder of those identities. So something to touch on is the fear of rejection is something big in the human psyche. Uh, And it's what kind of contributes to these, you know, as society determines them. Um, these non-normative identities being at the forefront of um, at the forefront of one's mind because society has determined that's what separates those individuals from the perceived norm of uh, or from what the perceived norm is in our society Mm -hmm. Um, so
0: is that so basically it's just kind of like an us versus them kind of Mentality is that basically what you're trying to get
1: at? Yeah. So yeah, the us versus them mentality that's created by what you know society determines as normal, mm-hmm. and then so everybody else who isn't that isn't the us of that one quote unquote uh, is then constantly reminded of what part of them separates you know themselves or what what society is separating yeah from. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that,
1: that makes sense. I get what you mean. Um, and a big contrast then is the privileged identities we hold in our lives. So, mm-hmm. since society isn't constantly telling us that that part of us is different and unacceptable, we're not forced to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, since nobody calls into question that identity, media shows us through representation that that identity is. Um, Something to not worry about, and throughout our lives, nothing is there to kind of remind us of that part of our identity. So it kind of goes unnoticed. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. What What are your thoughts? I think it kind of goes bigger than just like media
0: representation. One hundred percent. It it mostly has to do with like like attitudes and Mm -hmm. like the the physical things we see and. Obviously, media, media, as media is a kind of, like, a pipeline into, like, attitudes, kind of. Um, Obviously, media in the last, I would probably say in the last 50 to 60 years, you know, that's played a big, a very big role Mm -hmm. in the way that people often interact. I mean, have you seen on Twitter the type of people that, like, often, like, you often see, like... An example of that would probably be like I don't know, like, cool. like like football players I guess. Yeah. Cause like you see them and you're just like as a kid you're probably like, damn, I wanna be like that. You know, big and like, you know, yeah. tall and you know, I don't know. Well, it, it, like you wanna be athletic, you wanna be like you wanna be like men.
1: Right. So it's touching on the gender norms, you know. Like Our society, by showing us images of that, are pushing for, you know, cisgender males. Like, this is what you're going to be. If if you identify as a guy, this is what you have to be. You have to be this masculine, cookie-cutter shape. Right. Um, And, I mean, it's interesting that you bring up that it goes with more than media because, you know, an interesting thing that's um, said is that people both shape media and are shaped by it. Mm-hmm. And we see that in things such as, you know, how certain like news stations portray um, like media or even, you know, I'm sure a lot of you have Snapchat and the stories that are on Snapchat, the news stories. A lot of them are these um, like these personal person of interest stories. And it's not actually about larger issues in our society. It's these quick go to Stories that are about maybe one or a couple individuals, and it catches our attention, and but it doesn't tell us the larger story of what's actually happening in our society and why certain things are happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while we come to expect it, we also are demanding it by watching it.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that you put, you bring up that point because like I think like when the U.S. media tells us certain things. And you know, then we kind of go into like this kind of like hysteric mode 100%. and uh, a ah. hysteric like a, like a moment of hysteria. and then like the next trend will pop up. like what did? I don't know, Kim Kardashian were at the Met Gala right. two years ago, or, you know, that sort of thing. So any, like, trend, anything that's, like, controversial, or something that a celebrity did, or, you know, something like that degree, we mm-hmm. often gravitate towards that than the larger issues that plague American society.
1: Right, because and, it's <laughs> simple and digestible, you know, and even even on TV news, you see it there where it's, you know, this kind of
0: Sensation. A lot of, like, yeah, yeah sens-
1: sensationalizing.
0: It, like, sensationalizing, like, oh, what did so-and-so in Hollywood do, you know? Mm-hmm. I remember when, I think it was, like, 2008, um, when, like, we were still in, like, we were still in war, wartime. And while that was going on here in, like, the Middle East and whatnot, like, tabloid magazines would, would be like, oh, Britney Spears goes you know, manic or whatever, you know, that sort of thing. Like, this whole sensationalization of a celebrity or something of that degree, Mm -hmm. while, you know, the larger issue is like,
1: oh, we're in wartime. Right. Or even, um, especially now with, like, candidates, right? Right. Um, Because that's the thing that's coming up. Right. Is, you know, there, there are plenty, you can find so much about how so-and-so stumbled over their words at this debate, but you don't actually hear about this the message that they were trying to send or, like, what their stances are. Instead, you just hear about how this person fumbled and then this person, um, you know, really got them good, but you don't hear about the content. Yeah, although sometimes it can be funny. Oh,
0: 100%. Yeah, sometimes it can be funny, but, yeah, I totally get what you mean. Um, and that's just, I kind of bringing it all back, like, that's just a thing that we have in the United States that we're kind of accustomed to, mm-hmm. is that when we see, like, sensationalizations of, like, larger issues abroad, or even here domestically, you know, it's often sensationalized, it's like, oh my god, somebody did something so good, and it's just like, it puts, it puts the larger issue down to, like, a microscopic digestible feel good story you know one example i can think of is like whenever a disabled person is like on a on a, on a reality show or like a music television show or a competition thing mm-hmm. like like america's got talent and There are uh, people in the media will be like, oh my god, you know, he's doing all this, this and that, and you know, he's still, you know, he's still moving. It's just like, come on.
1: Right. It's there's almost there is a shade of pity with those with the you know media doing that. Right. Um, You know, and that's not how it should be perceived. You know. Right. Um, And pulling it back into the idea of privilege you know, the you know able-bodied individuals um, yeah able-bodied individuals will yeah. probably be like you know well they're never called into attention right like that part of their identity is never questioned or anything so it's never scrutinized it's never discriminated against it's never you know it's never
0: put on blast right. so to speak so obviously when people like are like oh my god he's so brave when he's doing this it really just means oh i pity you because you're a disabled person and I'm not, so I have to feel bad for you. But you're doing this amazing, quote unquote, amazing thing. Right. When, it, when in reality, it's just like very simple. Now, not to say like people, people can't do great things, you know what I mean? But I feel like when individuals like start to like, again, sensationalize
1: a very simple thing. Right, and they'll just like blow it out of proportions Mm -hmm. right and I think it kind of goes to the fact of you know it's not the fact that they're doing you know a great thing because that should be recognized but it's the fact that it's seen as all the more greater just because um, of this one part of their identity which doesn't necessarily define them but you know larger society has determined that that's the only thing that matters Um, you know yeah, definitely. Yeah, and
0: I just I don't know. I just think it's kind of it's it's kind of it's kind of oh, like um you almost see like the dichotomy, right? right? Like you almost see like right. the duality of like a split, mm-hmm. um a split in like what happens and when, like a, div- a divisiveness, uh, like an um, aspect of divisiveness often often happens. You know, you'll see who kind of, like, takes the side. Right. Um, An example of that I can think of is probably... (laughs) Kate can probably, like... uh, I can probably, like, relate to this, but remember back in 2016? Yeah. The election of 2016? That was, like, a momentous, like... Whether good or bad, you know, that was a momentous moment in American history where everything just kind of ripped out of the seams. Like...
1: It was explosive. Right. Um, yeah, no, I'm pulling back to the idea of privilege, you know, those privileged identities aren't the ones that are getting called into attention. Uh, and so, you know, we're never forced to think about it. And thus it never, you know, when you never have to think about it, it's never brought up. Um, and so, a question is kind of like, what do you do when an identity that you've never had to think about before is is put into question? Um, you almost have to do like some sort of
0: like self-critical thinking. Like, right. what are you gonna like? If you're if you're being called into question like that, and you're just saying like, uh, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah, you do know what to do. You're
1: just kind of like, you know what I mean? Or maybe people just don't think about it. Right. Well, and I think that's one of the kind of the dangers, and why I think it's important to kind of talk about uh, the psychology of privilege, because those privileged identities we don't think about, and then when we're forced to think about it, it's kind of this shock. Uh, right And and people don't want to think about it, and don't want it to be called into question. Um, and they kind of hide inside their, you know, little bubble of privilege, uh, and don't address the larger issues that are surrounding it. They just think it doesn't really just apply to them. Right. It doesn't apply
0: to them, so they're, it obviously, like, when you're not confronted with some sort of, like, thing like that, like a circumstance or, you know, a certain, a certain thing, you're not going to think about it. Hey, you're just going to go, oh, I don't know what that means. You know, I'm just going to go on my daily, di- my you know, on my merry Lay, You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah.
1: Um, right. And something that we sh- should be striving for and what we want uh, and think that is important to do is instead of kind of hiding from it and believing that it doesn't matter, um uh, but instead wrestling with the realities that that privileged identity entails um, and it's important for, to understand how, the, how you know, we as individuals have benefited from those identities um, those privileged identities that we may hold um, and how, it may, yeah, how we benefit in society in certain structures that we may not even realize because it hasn't been put into question before right
0: yeah, um, that's really that's really like important to think about because like even if we do like if some sort of like miraculous change happens where a lot of like this inequity like disappears, the psychology is still just, you know the, the 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 psychological thinking is still going to stand unless you have to eradicate that as well. Right. So I I think it's kind of <laughs> I often think it's kind of hilarious when people are like, "Well, we're just gonna do one certain thing, and that's just gonna change everything." Well, I I do I, I do sympathize with your like idealism and like I think that's pretty admirable. However, that just doesn't that just doesn't seem realistic at all, and it really just doesn't seem practical. Like one like big thing, like you know how when people say like, "Oh, well, if we unelect, like if we get Trump out of office, it's gonna change everything." It's right. like no no it it doesn't really change that much yeah you may have like a racist mouthpiece out of office (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and and, that's just gonna like one thing one aspect is gonna be out of out of out of existence and you just think that's just gonna happen like no like the system still stands
1: no matter who's in office right after we after we get rid of You know, in that example, is after we, you know, get rid of that, we still need to address and work against these systems that are in place to allow so many awful things to happen and, like, you know, continue to systemically oppress large groups of people uh, for the benefit of a very few. Extremely few. Right. Donald Trump being one of them. (laughs) Darn tootin'. Uh, Um...
0: No, I'm just joking. Well, half joking. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's just kind of like our thoughts on that. Um, I think we're going to be wrapping up here soon. So, Kate, is there any final thoughts you want to kind of touch on before uh, we close up shop, so to say?
1: Uh, yeah, I do want to kind of lead the audience with one question. With a lot of little asterisk notes to it, because it's very important uh, is I think take a moment, you know, or not just a moment, take a while. Just think about the privileges that you might hold and ask yourself how can you use those privilege to help give a stage for the voices um, of others who are facing oppression and marginalization? Now, one of the asterisks to that would 100% be um, to not step on others, to not speak for others, uh, and to not take, you know, not have this ideology that it's kind of this pity and that you're doing them, oh, this marvelous favor. No, that is not the point of it. It's instead you're using your privilege to give voices to the others and you're giving them a chance to speak. Yeah. Any... Yeah,
0: like my my advice to all of you is if you're gonna like if you're gonna forego that sort of thing, which is great, however just don't go stepping on people's toes. Right. Don't be speaking over people, don't be, you know, taking up too much, too much space. Like don't be taking up too much space. Don't don't do the whole savior complex like I'm saving these people kind of thing like snaps to like, that. like don't like don't do that that's just that's
1: that's unbecoming of people <laughs> right you know but don't don't run away from that privilege because hiding from the truth and the reality is only perpetuating it and it's just
0: it's just making everything worse exactly don't hide from stuff don't don't try to like avoid it because it's going to come as segment Freud had once said it's gonna come back and basically bite you in the butt later.
1: Exactly. So to speak.
0: <laughs> well the quote was like, if you if you leave, if you try to leave stuff alone that is unheard, it's gonna come back in uglier ways.
1: Right. So No, it's totally true.
0: That that's basically on that, yeah. <laughs> so I think we're about to be wrapping up here soon. Um Kate, I want to thank you so much for taking time and energy into this podcast episode. I'm sure all of our listeners are very appreciative of you, too.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was really great and hopefully spreading some good information. Of course. All
0: right. Well, I... I will be checking back in in about two weeks for another episode. Until then, stay informed and stay awesome, folks.